Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. Not the Sons of Mars? Not the uh, the Redneck Do-Rag that you're wearing right now? Redneck Do-Rag. Redneck Do-Rag. That's the name of his next mm-hmm. album. See, <laughs> I call it something to do with my hair when I didn't take a shower. Something to uh, do But everyone else has all these other names for it. Redneck Do-Rag is my Axl Rose cover band. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That is your magic power. It is pretty. Are you trying to impress us? No. I'm impressed. That um, I'm keeping. No, no, no. With like the, I didn't take a shower. I didn't do anything to my hair for the podcast. But but he's got <laughs> the stars. So, you know, he's patriotic. Oh, yes. We got the bombs. And he's got stripes. I don't know where. But according, according wow. to his Do-Rag, we have about... 200 states. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be, that's the... Uh, that's after we annex Mexico, <laughs> Canada. Make it really North America. And all those that's people right. that, you know, about moved up me. to Canada. Oh, shit. Because no, at that point, it would be North America. North America. Oh, boy. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 440. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Dandy. Fat check, Andy? Fat check, Andy. Yeah. We're okay. back to that again. Fact right. check, Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. There were some people who actually thought he was named Fat Chick Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, Boy, that's funny. some deep voice Fat Chick yeah. right there. Yeah, we're here to talk Weekend Geek and Andy's sec- sexiness. Mm, yes, baby. Andy and sexiness in the same? I don't know about that. There are many ladies who would disagree with you. Okay. Many. Many. Shockingly, many. that is Two, probably true. No, or. not shockingly. That is true. It, it, oh God, it was so damn fun. What was it, like two weeks ago? Uh, we were making some, uh, Duncan and I were making some kind of jokes about having, I think it might have been when Biggs was coming over oh, or, yeah. or, or something, and it was like, oh, well, and, and, and Duncan was like, where we put him? And I'm like, ah, we'll, we'll throw Andy out. He's, and I look at Andy sideways, and I'm like, he's got places to go. And Duncan chuckles and goes, his car. And Andy just gave him this, oh, you sweet child smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God. It was truly great. It was truly great. You haven't corrupted your son, huh? <laughs> He's corrupted himself. He still has a sweet yeah. little mind, huh? Of course, the the other half to that being so funny is we wouldn't put it past Andy to actually just, yeah, okay, I'll sleep in my car. Yeah, This is true. You, you take my bed. I would. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sweet guy. I got a new air mattress. I got rid of the old one. It sucked. <laughs> no, it, was only, it was only a three-hour air mattress, which is longer than I sleep. More than I sleep. Wait, well, the, other, the other way around. No. Those are always the best one when you when Strike you get that, in. Reverse it. <laughs> when you get nice and comfy, and you notice there's a leak, and you're like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, or, I had, or, a, or, I had a really slow leak in an yeah. air mattress yeah. one time. It was one of those elevated ones, you know, that's like supposed to be the height of a quote unquote real bed. Mm. Oh wow! So I literally, I, I, I was so tired. <laughs> I fell out visual. hard, and I woke up. And the thing was like hot dog bunging, hot dog bunning me. <laughs> yeah. Like eighties like blobbing you? Like he's like, no, like it was like, it was completely out. surrounded me. Like I was the oh. I was like the hot dog, and it was the bun. Another hour, and it was just totally taco. wrapped around me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. I wake up, and I'm like, 
what the? <laughs> and I go to I go to like roll out of the bed, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's the side of the bed in my face. Had <laughs> <laughs> you touched bottom yet? No, it, oh, so it was so thick. Like I said, it was so thick and high that it. I, there was. Oh yeah. yeah. Even even when I sank down into it, I was still like a good foot off the ground. Yeah. So. I don't, what I don't like about air mattresses too, other than the leak, the slow leak is so you're sleeping and it's cold in the underneath because of the there's nothing there. I fucking hate that. Uh, if you put a mattress pad on it, it's not too bad. Yeah, well, man. Mr. Fancy over here. <laughs> hey, I bought one that had like, a- kind of like felt or whatever, like it was yeah. nice and soft on the. You know what? If it doesn't leak, you won't get that either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's hauling a mattress pad into the wilderness? Jeez. Exactly. But, but let's be fair. Has anybody ever had a mattress pad that, or excuse me, a uh, an air mattress that doesn't leak? I'm not aware of no. any air mattresses ever. They that eventually I have a water bed that a small leak. Oh yeah? yeah, they all leak eventually. But I'm hoping for one that'll well, last me a night. When you have a when you have a water bed and cats, it's just going to happen. Oh dear. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss True. my water bed. Oh, I love that thing. It, you know what? It was nice to a point. Noisy. A bit, mm-hmm. and there is something to waking up in a puddle mm. because you don't always realize that it's leaking until you move in that certain way, and all the water comes yes. rushing down yes. into the <laughs> pit that you're lying in. Mm. Yep. But in the winter time, I know it doesn't concern you in Vegas, but you turn that heater up. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, that's what that's I had. Something. I had a water bed when I was living in Kansas, so in the winter, that sucker yeah. was cranked. The thing that sucked, though, was that when you roll out of that nice, warm waterbed and the air around you is like 60 degrees and you're just like, ah, it's so cold. Awesome. I knew a guy in Connecticut who had his, uh, his house was, uh, they, were, they were kind of well off and they had a cement floors with heating coils underneath it. I've so heard of those. Instead yeah. of putting your feet on the cold floor, you put them on the nice, toasty floor. That's sort of how the Romans did it. Uh. Ah, yep. They had hot Fancy. air going. Oh yeah, how Mike there. Cole of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. I like that. Twi- <laughs> Twitter followers got it. Yeah. It, um, it, when I was rooming with uh, our old Star Trek buddy Lauren, mm-hmm. Lauren had a water bed, a big ass. I think it was a king size. It was a queen or king. It was a giant water bed. Mm-hmm. And one day, the apartment uh, next to us, the water heater broke. Oh, so I was getting up and I just noticed a little trail of water against my wall on my carpet and I start pulling it up and I see water welling through and I'm like, oh, and I go in my bathroom and there's more water. And so then I go outside and I go to the next door and I knock on the door. There's nobody there, but I like called them and I'm like, hey, something's going on. There's water coming through the wall. And they're like, okay, we'll check it out. And then I tiptoed into Lauren's room, and he had it worse because his apartment was on the side where the water oh. heater was. And I woke him up, and I'm like, Lauren, get up. We got a water leak. Your carpet's flooding. And he's like, huh, huh, huh? And I'm like, it's not you. It's not you. It's our neighbor. But you, you I just want to let you know. And he's like, and, 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 and Lauren has this very soft-spoken voice, and he was like, oh, no, because to take apart his water bed. Yes. He had that to is. hook up the hose <laughs> yes. to the faucet, set it in reverse, turn on the faucet, wait about an hour and a half, two hours, 
then disassemble it, pull it out. Then they could peel back the carpet for drying. And he was just like, oh, my God. Water beds are goddamn work. Mm, and and yeah. the real irony is I was living super cheap. This is when we were in L.A. I was living super cheap. I had an air mattress that I would just pop up against the wall when uh, I wasn't uh, sleeping. And so the poor man's Murphy bed. Yeah. So I <laughs> exactly. So I was sort of like I went back in my room and I was just like all done. Yeah, I'm finished. Oh, but that was Lauren was just like uh, he he. It was like no, it's not your bed. Relief. Then it's coming through the wall. Oh, even worse. Yeah, yeah mine mine uh, was about a queen I think, and it had all glass shelves and shit in the headboard. Jesus. And in that, it had like wow. coral. Like it had like a sea theme, what? but it, it was cool. It was oh, he's really the type cool. of guy who had a waterbed and then had a fish tank behind the waterbed. <laughs> it was almost to what that. Were you the pimp of Neptune? <laughs> <laughs> it was almost to that to that uh, that visual there. Yeah, oh but it was God. it was awesome. But Boy, yeah. dude, there's a hotel in Dubai you would love. Yeah. Oh. First place I lived in here in Vegas uh, had a Murphy bed, an actual Murphy bed. It's wait, place was it a water one. bed? It was not a Murphy water bed. That'd be that'd be tough. <laughs> I have never seen one in actual in in real life. No. I've never seen a real one. Oh, I, I hadn't either. Something. That. Oh my god, the visuals of that! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, I wouldn't mind having one because it's like a giant that's pair. a lot of square footage. It that is bed yeah. takes up in a room. Yep. You could just tilt that thing up, mm-hmm. make it part of the wall. Yeah, the, the and then what? Move a couch there, and then move it back when you got no, to go no, like what? more area to to do things with. That's why right. Don't, why don't you just get a futon? He can practice his kung fu. Then you can roll futon, out. Have you ever slept on a futon? Yes, I have. Mm. Those Very things, comfortable. No, no, they are not. At least the one I had was. Listen, it depends. Was. You, was it you, full of water? You can lay down some cash and have a a fine futon. When I lived in Chicago, it sucked. But the futon I had was actually pretty darn good because there's a thick damn mattress. Through most of the college, I slept on one of those cheap-ass futon chair things. Oh, it was like a half-inch mattress? No, but it was, it was, it was like eight-inch mattress, but it was, it was basically folded up into a chair. Ah. It, was like, it was like... you like could, an Adirondack type thing, but it can... Oh, not even that fancy. It was just like three pads of foam that folded together and you unfold. Oh, and they bed. had like the... And they had they the, were, the back were, of it was the pillow sort of thing. Oh, yeah. uh, I know It was like a tube. Yeah. yeah. And I slept on it all through college and it didn't kill me, but I was young and stupid. No, that's what college is for. Yeah. That's what toughens you up. Yeah, I had a futon in college. Mm. It was really useful because when I finally got a dorm room, my bed didn't have a mattress. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's toughening you up. Right and it was really funny. Is that Chicago or I, Dubai? I, I moved into the... I moved... <clears throat> Dubai, dude, they're going to all have water beds. Mm. The, I came into the room. Um, the guy who was in there the previous quarter, it's you know a two-person room, but he was alone because his person never showed up. And then somebody needed a new mattress, so they took it. Oh, So it. he had this, this empty bed frame in the room the whole time. So I used a futon on that. And I have to admit, the futon on the little springy bed frame actually kind of worked out nicely. Huh. Because otherwise, I had the futon on the floor. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> so, so gentlemen, welcome as, to futon shock. Aside from all this silly uh, posture peedingness, what did you, what geeky things did you do this week? Saw Deadpool. Oh, yeah, you saw too. Deadpool. Saw uh, Deadpool. Me too. Yes. Yeah, we also Deadpool except for you. I, I didn't. See yeah, I know. Deadpool. Todd hasn't seen this yet. All Imagine right. that. It's it's our regular mo, or especially yeah. mine. So this week, general impressions. No spoilers. Next week, we'll talk spoilers. What do you think of Deadpool 2? My of, favorite ever 
mid-credits moment. Ah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that, and anyone who has seen the movie and seen it knows exactly yep, that, that was what pretty, I'm talking about. That yeah. was pretty choice. That was hilarious. I was I laughing so it. hard. I'm going to have to definitely see it again just for yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I love, Jeff, that you called it choice. I just want to oh, say yeah. that for the record. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good time to make There is a mid-credits scene, and then there's nothing else scene-wise after that. There is yeah. a reprise of a song at the end. Okay. So if you want to leave after the mid-credits scene, you're not missing much. All right. Good warning. Good, good yeah. stinger warning. But yeah. it's worth sticking around just for that song. Because yeah, the song is the sequence that the song appears in. There's too much. There's going so on. much going on. You'll hear it on a subconscious level, but you might not actively catch it. Mm. Okay. All right. So, it, so Deadpool two has the greatest mid credit scene. How is it other than that? It had some more serious points than I expected. It was uh, yeah. there was some more pathos to it than the. Although the first one has uh, had some pathos too, but this one has some serious like oh whoa, and and had the opening credits the the all, the opening credits were all jokes again, which was great. Um, yeah, I mean just I, they've they've captured lightning in a bottle again. They they captured a, a regeneration gag and took it to the next level, mm-hmm. yeah. which you weren't. You, you, well, I, I don't know. Is there a next level? Oh yeah, there is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was actually pretty funny, and they really worked it. And the, the whole bit was funny, actually. Leslie Elgum's really got the shine in that scene. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's it's weird to be. I mean, I, I know this is going to be my old thing, but I, I mean, Leslie Elgum's was like a big deal. I mean, she was she was in Roots. She was kissy at right. Roots. Yeah. I mean, but she was a big deal back when. Yeah, I mean that was like when, when Roots when, came out. There was like the, all these stars, including Leslie Uggams, and it's like wow, like yeah. Leslie Uggams. Wow. There's definitely a lot of uh, sight callback jokes to the first film. Oh, mm-hmm. um, seems I appropriate. I don't, I don't want to get spoilery. Appreciate but, it. Thank uh, you. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, some things that if you're, it's it's very like if you ever see a Zucker Abrams film, you know, there's always stuff going on in the background. Mm-hmm. So be looking for that because oh okay, you know. That's, that stuff is going on um, as Fair well. A lot of cameos, too. I mean, yes. They, they, a lot of people want to be involved in this, apparently. Yes. So. A lot of cameos. So, right. Well, Matt, I want to ask you because you're the huge cable fan. How do you feel about how they treated cable in this? You could have been bigger. <laughs> but they actually made jokes about that, yeah, too. They yeah. actually made jokes but about his height. They did a good job. They did a good that job. That was weird, too, because it was just like, I. I thought Josh Brolin was a bigger guy. Well, it's all that Thanos work. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. And yeah. they reference that well, too. No, I mean, like, he really comes. Well, to me, he came across as a kind of big guy in No Country for Old Men. I don't know. Maybe it was the cowboy hat. But <laughs> there was there's works for everyone. There's one scene. It's not a spoiler, but the um, you know he's. He's uh, shirtless, so they can do all sorts of. Oh my God! Look at all the cybernetic stuff. And I'm I'm looking at it and I'm not like, that's that's a skinny torso. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a really skinny torso. Yeah, he wasn't I was very just, muscular at all. Yeah, I was just like, wow, he's not a. Yeah. I really thought Brolin was bare. He looked pretty big even in uh, Men in Black when he was playing. Yeah, yeah. he looked kind yeah. of big in Jonah Hex, but that was a lot of coat. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Maybe they pat him out or something. They, it's weird. That's why I think uh, what's his name who plays Harper in Stranger Things would have been a better choice. I think. 
size wise. He's a, oh, I don't he's think a, he's got the muscle mass for it. I think. Yeah, but just work out. You yeah. get there. Here, we're going to give you $10 million. So, okay, lift some weights. Hurry yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I Chris Pratt for a couple <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Look what Chris Pratt did. Yeah, Andy. Okay. Yeah. Living with Chris know, Pratt that. would shame me into working out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it. Um, yeah, Chris, Pratt, Chris Pratt gives us those of us who are, you know, a little on the round side of, you know, hope. It's like, oh, well, they point, can they, do that. They point that out too. Yeah. You're a sandwich away from me. What? All right, I'm definitely getting a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a I'm. I'm going to commit. This is a wake up call. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I can't get too spoiler. We'll about do that What I want to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll go into uh, movie. Bob actually has a great commentary on it. It is spoilerific though, so see it first. Mm. But he makes some. He actually makes some good points about yeah. it because right. it was a bit. It's a bit messier than the first one. I was not laughing as much as the audience was in the first uh, act. Shall we call it right? Really? Um, yeah. I just. I. I. I mean, there was some amusing stuff. But well, then again, I was with Professor Biggs, so so he was laughing for <laughs> both of you. <laughs> That's really what it was. That's all you had. To if, say. You, if you gauge your laugh meter by that, you're always going to be found. Wanting. I was very jealous that I couldn't make it to the screening with Professor Biggs. Ugh. Professor Biggs shames me into not laughing. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of movie, Bob, he has a really good uh, video on uh, basically in defense of Star Lord. In yeah, uh, yeah. In uh, Infinity yeah. War, and it's that's, a really good it's analysis too. Because too. He, not, he he takes apart Infinity yeah. War, he parses it out a bit. It's and he also takes apart the character development yeah. of mm-hmm. you know Star Lord. So yeah, yeah. which is it's sort he lays, of like he lays out the proper arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's just funny because you're just like guy's talking about a fucking superhero movie. Yeah. But he, you know, he really gives it some heft in the dude what he does. Lays out some good analysis. I mean. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say as deep as maybe movies with Mikey, but right, right. You can lay it down. It's funny because Mikey also lays an emotional undercurrent, you know. So he gets deep, but he also there's he put there's emotion in that. Yeah. I, I've had some fun playing the movies with Mikey Force Awakens for real hardcore fans, and hmm. it gets a tear out of them. We uh, Professor Biggs was over, and we watched movies with him and Vernon. Uh, imagine we watched Jaws. Can you imagine that <laughs> again? Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's by killing that. Andy. Andy's big on expanding horizons, and yeah. oh, let me show you this yes. new something that's amazing. I know. Do you, wait, wait, you wait. ever talked bands Did, with this man? Does he walk in and go, "I can show you the world"? <laughs> Nobody should. Oh my god, and it wouldn't sound that good. No, but um, I can show you the world. Oh, Doctor Girlfriend, welcome. Um, <laughs> I've got a very good singing voice. It was, re- it was really funny too, because towards the beginning. Biggs says to Vernon, yeah, a friend of mine and I, we were talking about filming a parody we would call it Bills, and it was all about a duck, and that was it. Rest of the movie, all duck jokes throughout Jaws. Instead of, <laughs> instead of being a shark, it would be a duck. And so, like, all through it, we were, like, talking oh. about how we're going to re- how we're gonna shoot yeah. it and make it a duck. How, how we make a duck in this scene. And, gotcha. You know, the, the, the scratching the chalkboard, and right. what kind of duck would we draw? Like Daffy Duck. Yeah, right. Right, right, This became know. a full oh, exercise. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it, was, it was a brainstorming session. <laughs> and then uh, apparently Vernon hasn't watched Black Panther, but we made him watch uh, Black Jeopardy with uh, T'Challa. With T'Challa in it. That was pretty good. <laughs> 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 
is so funny. Oh, man. And put lots of unnecessary ingredients in it, like raisins. Yes. And, and <laughs> I think I know how this goes. God. I got this one. <laughs> Jordan Peele. It should, Peel. but that's wrong. That's right. Is that, is that, is that Jordan Peele? Who, who is the host? Oh, um, it, uh, for the Black Jeopardy, it's uh, Kenan uh, Thompson. Okay, Thompson. He friggin... His reactions opposite the uh, the, the the contestants, contestants. are fantastic, mm-hmm. and he he totally sells it and makes it work. He's it's just it's so goddamn funny. It yep. is just so damn funny. Yeah, you didn't mention I, uh, what you did last week, Kirsten. Oh, oh. yeah, what you did? Which, what I, by what, the way, what I do before last... you get too started, oh uh-huh. okay, oh, shit. always, 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 always plug the show when you're on other podcasts. Oh, that. A different podcast? You traitor? Yeah. Well, well it, he cheated on us just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a, I, you know what? I'm not a monogamous guy with this stuff. It, it, well, well it was really funny too because I spaced when we were doing it, and we were doing it on Wednesday, and it was um, what the heck? Uh, Mission Log? Is that the yeah, correct? Mission Log podcast. Mission yeah. Log ah, podcast. It's it sounds a like a very sounds like a Trekkie production. thing. Yeah. it's a Trekkie thing. John Champion and. I can never remember the I other guy's I, name either. I, oh, I feel because like I know shit. John and yes, that's how and, I yeah yeah I've met John. Um, they have this great podcast, Mission Log. Uh, they they're they're a little connected to the Roddenberries, to um, to Hollywood and 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 production for the for Trek. So they actually get a hold of things like memor old memoranda, um, old. Uh, uh, Bibles, things like that. Just uh, I e- love e- show e- Bibles. And oh. and what they do is they actually go through every episode of every Star Trek, and they just talk about the episode and also talk about behind the scenes stuff in it. And it really is just absolutely amazing. There, I love their. Did they just do original series or no? Oh wow! Yeah, wow! They committed. They committed. So, in fact, would be I don't slog. even know where the hell they are. <laughs> oh. I don't know if they finished it. They started a while ago, so they, they could have. But they, they yeah, it's amazing. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, I heard yeah. good things about it. So, um, uh, John knows uh, April, and he asked April A. Bear, the actress who was the first actor with me who was hired for Trek, to talk about Trek at the very beginning, you know, when uh, when it was just the two of us and and just getting started there, and then running all the way to the end because we were both there at the end as well. So that was that was nice. That was actually fun, a lot of fun. Mission Log <laughs> Podcast. Mission Log Podcast. Yep. Oh, yep. Well, as long as you got that, that out of the way. That sounds more exciting than what I did. What you did? Uh, EDC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I went to EDC. Yeah. You went we to were, EDC? Yeah. Yeah. We were all surprised by this. Yes. Okay, uh, EDC, Electronic Daisy Carnival, the biggest EDM festival west of the Mississippi. Yes. Saturday you, night, free tickets. I got free you got tickets. Free t- wow, that's that's so, expensive on its yes. own. So that's why I decided to go. I was like, I would need to at least do it one time. Yeah. And, I guess uh, free tickets, I'd go. They got yeah. dead person tickets. Sorry? They got dead person tickets. But but <laughs> wow! I, I don't understand. Bucket list wow. tickets. Yes, bucket please. list tickets. Sure. That is wow. That's dark. I still that's, don't get that it. That was awful. Awful insensitive of you there, Andy. That's what I am, baby. Wait, did you get tickets off a dead person? No, no. <laughs> we, we yeah, they did. No, essentially, um, the tickets we got um, are 
<laughs> friend of a friend of mine and Paulette's, uh, his sister, that was her bucket list to go to EDC. Okay. She didn't make it. She was battling cancer. Oh, so, that's terrible. Yeah. See? See? See the humor in it, folks? There's an Andy joke for you right there. Yeah. Getting more and more horrified. So by he, had, he had 12 tickets. He had 12 tickets for the entire family. Oh, no. None of them wanted to go after she passed for... Uh, so we decided to snag two and go. But Andy so. got a few laughs, so... Yeah, I did. Yeah. God. You just killed everything. You literally killed it all. But yeah, my, that, neck, my that. neck hurts from people watching. Like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of excuse? people in very little neon clothing. Oh, it's the excuse to, to go somewhere in a thong and pasties. That's it. Yeah. Oh, That's you, it. Did you go in a thong and pasties? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the females. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at no guys. That's in an thongs. expensive Patreon okay. level. But I'd, I'd go in thong and pasty. Sounds great. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, after you've gone to a country fair in black lipstick. Oh, yes. That's anything's right. Anything's easy. Ah, that's in a right. full latex suit. <laughs> that's right. Get around that's on a point. chain. Yeah. <laughs> a girlfriend on a leash. <laughs> yeah. The rest is downhill. <laughs> You're right. That would be much easier to do. Yeah. Than, than that. Yes. Yes. Uh, trial by fire. Yeah. So the two major acts that I wanted to see was Tiesto and Armin Van Buren, and so I got to see both of them. Great, man. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so uh, well, other thoughts about the experience? I went in thinking everyone's going to be high and fucking shooting up heroin and shit and drug deals all over the place, but no, they were all like peace and love, and that's I, what a lot of people don't realize about this stuff. This is yeah. hippie movement 2.0. Yeah, this is what movement? Hippie movement. Hippie movement. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I was surprised by that. Uh, weather was great. It wasn't too hot. They uh, moved EDC back a month. So it used right. to be ridiculously hot. Now it's in May. Smart. It's bearable. So it's only yeah. stupidly hot. And it wasn't actually that hot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Did you ride any rides? No. Oh. I didn't, Lines realize, were ridiculous. I didn't realize there were rides there. I tell you, yes. man, there's a lot to do Ferris there. Ferris wheel. <laughs> uh, they got one of those boat things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a roller boat coaster. Things. They also have a log. Water log ride. Log flume, yeah. Yeah. Carney yeah. rides. Wow. You'd have been right at home. Actually, Doug and I were actually talking about maybe setting up a booth there next year. There's a carnival at the at Electronic Daisy mm-hmm. Carnival. Don't they? Do, yeah. Do they not? Is not somebody already there? No. Not, not that we know. <gasps> Dude. Yeah. Can I be like a general laborer so I can just go? I could carry your I, stuff for you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had so much fun. I just, uh, I don't know if that's the kind of crowd that would actually generate yeah, a lot of income for you. Yeah, I don't know if they would go for, for it or not. I, like, uh, I, we I know worked friends out who the do weddings. They do EDs. Uh, uh, I think they would be interested in it. EDC I just don't weddings. think they would have the I money I can't talk for it. about too much because I don't want to give away the details, but okay. we, have, we have a way around it. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, here, yeah, here's okay. Not, the merchandising good. booth, I, I bought some stuff. Lines were ridiculous for that. So they, yeah. this new crowd money's of EDC there. has money. Dude, money's okay. there. Oh, yeah. uh, so. I know two people. Uh, we, we know them from Trek. Gina and Sue, they do Vegas weddings. Uh, I know someone else who does. Um, yeah, because there's a chapel there. Tarot. There is a chapel yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The money's there. Yeah. yeah. And all right. working as a bartender all weekend, EDC people were oh, very yeah. generous. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I was I, oh, oh, oh. Thursday night, I drew until three in the morning because there was enough people floating around. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hung out and drew at Bally's. So, you know, just people hanging around waiting for the thing to start. I bought a hat that is, has a light up. Um, it's called Kinetic Field. It's one of the stages. Okay. It lights up all different colors, everything. It's good quality, 65 bucks. These hats were flying off the uh, table. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So. Cool. Getting in and out, was that much of an issue? These were actually staff passes. Oh, well. Because this person that Paulette knows works for the base. 
the base liaison got us the tickets, so oh, they're wow. working security with the uh, EDC. So um, everyone had to wait in line, you know, two hundred thousand strong, and we find these the single metal detector, one security guard, little gate, nobody there. He's just sitting there. He goes, "Let me see your bracelets, orange." Okay, come on through. And everyone's looking at us like those fucking you old will, people. Look will, at them. You will <laughs> never have a better experience in yes. EDC than yes. that. You know, he all that's missing is the the underage neo hippie giving him a blowjob. Is that missing? Is that truly missing? Yeah, it's missing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's missing. That's missing. I will say this for EDC and the people that dress up for it: the the ladies all dress up like they are going to a My Little Pony sleepover. Yes, and the guys all dress up like they're going to a Margaritaville concert. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the dudes are in like loose shorts and oh, muscle God. shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that, and like, all the women, all are... the dudes, and all and the ladies look like colorful and bright mm-hmm. and very, very like very hardly stage of any, undress. Yeah, hardly any clothes at all. So, Paulette took a couple of pictures of some asses. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else are you gonna do with your time? <laughs> so in yeah. EDC? Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm very impressed you went. I'm glad yeah. you had a great time. I did, yeah. A lot more fun than I thought I was yeah. going to have. But just because I, I went there thinking, oh, there's going to be a person there dying from not drinking enough water. What an idiot. These guys over here are going to be doing heroin. Like, you know, well, that's what I thought. My understanding there's a lot of water available. Yes. A lot of refilling uh, stations. Free refill stations, yeah. Mm. But you got to bring your own containers like Camelbacks, things like that. Yeah. Mm. So. so, yeah, I don't think anybody <laughs> died this year. That, no. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't that hot. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it was learned. hot, they but finally, it wasn't that hot. They finally learned. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, lessons. So I was going to go into this great segue from podcast to podcast, but I like yours. Um, I was <laughs> oh, on, Andy's segue yeah. was ruined. Yeah, Matt, you Cut ruined it. Oh. You oh. my it only, segue. Took us, it only took us, what, three years yeah. to ruin this segment of his? <laughs> Matt, you ruined it with your EDM bullshit. Yeah. That's <laughs> when you be, know that, so you can be, wow, that was bizarre. Okay. I didn't. I didn't hear that. I, I thought that was a door for a second. <laughs> so you are the guy that looks. Is that your phone and it's ringing right. in front of you? Your, so, your pockets vibrating. Uh, and the phone flashing. is that? The it's, flashing. Di- it's a different experience when you wear the headphones. Yeah. Say so, you know. uh, Well, I want to be different. Okay. So I was on a. I was on a podcast this week too. I was on Ice Cream Social. Wow. Yeah. Pretty soon it's yeah. just going to be me, Todd, and Jeff. No. No. I. I, move I, on? I, uh, I. I. I may have, while drinking whiskey, uh, uh, agreed to be at the have us all at the Scoop Fest. God damn it! There you go, blaming <laughs> the alcohol again, Andy. Well. Yeah. Now we're going to try to work that out. This yeah, year. yeah. So, good. so yeah, we're going to try and make this happen. Yeah. It's a funny episode, though. I, I would recommend it. Toot. Is that your Canadian? I guess that's. That's all there is. Was there anybody there in pasties or were the cool hats for sale for sixty bucks? No, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Celestia made a, you know uh, frequently oh. frequently mentioned on the show. Celestia made an announcement. Yes, you know what? I would save that announcement if you want right to, to the see, end. No, I would say save that announcement. Go listen to that episode. That's a of good idea. Yeah. Aha! There and, you go. And, and that's too oh. big of an announcement to just. What a way to build suspense, I like Todd! It. Yeah, see, I salute you. Yes. Appreciated. I, I talked about <laughs> I talked about our show on that podcast. What's so. the episode, oh, Andy? Well, yeah. Shit. What's the episode? Uh, See, he remembered to plug the show. <laughs> Horsey oat farts, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what a typical. Name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. You know. You know. What's if it funny? were me, it'd be Barry. You know so. what? Well, no. You know what's really funny? It. It was after we shut down and I turned off the computer and logged off. I heard your voice go. Did you mention the podcast? And I was like, <laughs> "Shit!" <laughs> wow. So I did. I did actually 
you you did retroactively uh, not retroactively see it's your fault uh, oh it's okay it's yeah. always my fault I yeah. didn't even know you were going to be on this stupid thing nobody did oh oh God. when I saw the post I thought you were talking about you being on the last I know year. Andy Andy's like this was recorded about a year ago I think nothing to worry about and people are like oh okay and I'm like no 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 it's now it's now we just did this <laughs> which is amazing I live with you and I didn't know you did this so you know. well yeah I, I dude. Your partners never I talk spaced, to each other. I know. I spaced when we were doing it. I'm sitting there. I'm working on the computer, doing the job, and the phone goes off. I pick it up, and there's April. Okay, this is the link. Click on this in about an hour. And I'm like, oh, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. Oh, so you you um like you weren't actually in the room with the no team. no okay. we we did yeah. this by. Webcam? Zoom. Yeah, webcam is through Zoom in or Zoom. Zoom How does that work? Zoom or Zoom? Not, not Zoom. the program, but I mean, I, th- I thought that dynamics of a podcast or a radio show wouldn't really work doing that. No, like, no, no because it's a that. hangout. Yeah. You're, uh, there's one big face, and then there's yeah, the little faces of yeah, the other coffee people. Coffee jelly hour does it for their show. Min, uh, uh, motion sensors, you know, if you move a lot, it'll switch faces to whoever's talking, whoever is moving, so you can you can relate to that person. Okay, and yeah. It was really funny, actually, because April, April's an energetic woman. Yes. And she was like, oh, my God, you never told me I move so much. Because April will laugh. She throws her head back. Oh, she she, yeah. she, she, she was, bounces. I'm all. sure she was out of camera for half the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and she's like, she's, I didn't realize I move so much. She's very animated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she did. It's, it's practically a, a cartoon. Thing. Practically a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was, was that a gunshot? Yeah, yeah. it was. Wow. We're, in, we're in this side of town. Sound like they shot yeah. a dumpster. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know. That's we're in this side of town, okay? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> we got to walk together to our cars. I know, I know. Yeah. So, I made uh, Kirsten watch an episode of Black Mirror, too, which was Oh! Fun. I yeah. still got to do that. I still got to do I, that. I, I want to watch Black Mirror, but uh, he made me watch the Trek episode. Uh, Holy crap. Yeah. Holy crap, that was good. That yeah. was, I was, Yeah. I was reading. Apparently, that's it's it's got more humor than a lot of Black Mirror episodes do. But mm-hmm. still, wow, it was still pretty dark. It yeah, is very it dark. Is dark. It is pit I mean, dark. Before. Wow. I went into it knowing it was going to be dark, but then I got into the episode and I was like, "This is really yeah. dark." Yeah. It's the first episode of the fourth season, and it's yes. the name of the ship, uh, the, the Callister. Callister, USS Callister. USS Callister. I've only seen the first episode of Black Mirror, but that was an impressive first. Hop season. ahead to this one. It's, you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, they're, yeah they're all standalone. It's, 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 it's an anthology, yeah. and yeah, this. Yeah, so remember the camp boys. You can just jump oh, wrong shit. Yeah. wrong shit. <laughs> no, if you're if you're wavering at all, this is the one to hop in and go. Oh yeah, now I have need to watch them all. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it is a it is a good introductory episode because, um, yeah, it just it looks at the whole cyber world. Yeah, cyber stuff cyber and has a as a dead on I don't, homage parody i don't know what would you call it or what i mean it it feels very much like an old star trek episode in in parts of it yeah i uh, uh think uh princess bride kind oh. of affectionate parody yeah yeah that's not bad huh. yeah yeah, I like that. Description. Although, although they, 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 I mean, they do play on a dark angle. Oh so yeah, they do. You got you go back to that, but yeah, it's pretty good. I worked a lot this week, so not a lot of time for geek stuff. Did a little painting, box walkers. I have started those, all 20 at once. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Warhammer's here. <laughs> He's laugh when we start. That's right. You see Warhammer. His eyes, Jeff's eyes. Yeah. Warhammer, yeah. Warhammer, 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 Warhammer. Gentlemen, may your eyes over. glass away. I have the floor. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm listening intently. Go on. <laughs> now you're thinking of switching up your army. Yes. You're gonna. You scared him. You scared him. He no, blinked. No. We got it, a Canadian blink. <laughs> listen, it all comes down to painting. I want a fresh Ooh. canvas. I like this. It's okay. A, an art. I, an artist. A hobbyist, right? Here. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to have to do work to strip off all the old paints. I don't want to worry about it. Andy told you what to do. Bucket of rubbing alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's wrong. You guys would hate me playing. Because you know what? You'd break out all your beautiful, colorful, jeweled, just glittering, all that arm. And I'd bring out my uniformly gray, maybe maybe base painted, you know, just we, base We'd allow gray. you, but you'd never hear the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Never hear the end of it. So, you, so you're switching to Tau to what? The Adeptus Mechanicus. Tell me about the Adeptus Mechanicus. That's, that's Sons, from Harry Potter, right? Yes, it's yeah. a spell. <laughs> Sons of Mars. Uh, they're part of the Imperium. Mm-hmm. They basically build all the machinery. Ah. Uh, tanks, war machines, everything. Is so, that like the army? Is it a lot of... Yeah, they're cybernetic. They... they cybernetic. Yeah, You've got an man, army of cables. Metal. I see what you did there. <laughs> no, yeah. it's got an army of space gnomes. Space gnomes? Space gnomes. Ah, uh, Andy yeah, breaks out the is. pillow. Actually, now it's kind of become a futon. It's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, big friggin'... <laughs> yeah. Space futon. Hot dogging air mattress. Hot <laughs> <laughs> dogging air. <laughs> Look at this. He's not even paying attention. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is checked, checked out. For all those that aren't in the room, 80s are just like looking at his phone, not even paying attention. Because <laughs> we did Warhammer, Warhammer, Warhammer. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> all right, fine. That's all I'll talk about. Yeah. Adeptus Mechanus. That actually. Well, they're I mean, really cool looking. Well, well, yeah. If it, I mean, and okay, they, cybernetic they were, dudes, but you got tanks and stuff, or is it all. You could just, if you want, or like okay. Walker tanks, okay. or um, yeah. um, Knights. They're called Knights, Titans, uh-huh. big, huge, like mechs. Ooh. Not knights in white satin. Sure. And is that the kind of Titan where the, where the person is sealed into it forever? Yes. yes. And is always forever a part of it? Yes. Oh, that must Well, stink. no, no, no. They, they're they in, like, uh, pods, and they, like... And then, the, But when you remove the pod, the, when a person's dead in the pod, yes. they put in another live person in the pod, and they get all the memories of the last people that were yes. in the pod. And yeah. how they died, everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they go mad. It's amazing. That's, yes. Wow. Yes. That Who... Why... Why hasn't this IP been picked up yet for movies? Because... Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. Shit. Here we wow. go. Wow. Because Matt people just previous, fell, okay, just fell. The previous people that have done stuff like that did it horrible to where now studios won't even touch it when it comes to that, like movies, things like that. Oh. Uh, really bad animation. Animations. Um. Actually, it's only what? been animated films. Yeah, they've made one. Yeah, they've made one. Now, one live action. No, not live action. It, it was animated, but it was this was made about five years ago, five six years ago. There's one. I'm thinking there's something else, too. There's two. There's at least two. Okay. Well, the one I saw was horrible. I mean, Xbox original CGI was better than this shit. And the yeah. voices. The voice acting or whatever is really, really bad. Well, you know you, you know who. And the you, story was great. You need either yeah. Del Toro. Yes. Or he proved himself with right. his, uh, his YouTube mm-hmm. uh, test video for Halo. Blumkamp. Yep. Ah. Neil Blumkamp. Yeah. I think he could do it. I think he could too. But this this universe is so rich, yeah, that you could. Dude, it oh. sounds like its own fucking cable uh, station. You could literally have a a, a, a Netflix like Warhammer channel, especially <gasps> since you don't just have 40k. You've got Warhammer, Warhammer. 
Yeah. So Sigmar, I mean, Sigmar, you could yeah. you could uh, it it just it sounds because Warhammer chur- Warhammer they churn out uh, original Warhammer Fantasy Warhammer. Oh, yeah, they okay. churn out four or five novels a month. Yeah, it's tons of stuff crazy. to work with. You cannot unless you're only reading Warhammer. You can't read everything they put and, out. And the aesthetic is insane. It's just like you know you're talking about the figs. Uh, Andy and my buddy Scully Scott has those magnificent uh, armors that he builds every year. Which actually, uh, Paul is talking to him about bringing that to the uh, Scoop oh, Fest. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that armor is so goddamn good. Scott's become a meme. That's right. Yeah, he's the uh, the the dress for dress. the job that you want. Not yes, <laughs> and uh, and it, it's this dude in a warhammer on, just looking off in front of his house, just looking off. Yeah. In his, from a suburban Scott. Vegas house. That's Scott. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Yeah, but yeah. So between the two of us, we'll have two, three, five armies. So yeah, yeah because oh. he's got the towel. He's. Going into Deptus Mechanicus. I heard of making deals before I got here about <laughs> buying teams. Yeah. <laughs> but you, there's a big box set up there called Forge World that was released that comes with two armies. One Adeptus Mechanicus yeah. and one army that I'm interested in called the Necrons, which is this mm. ancient race that they're basically Terminators. They're what the Adeptus Mechanicus is striving to be because they're so ancient. Yeah. They, they, they have maddened souls within metal bodies. Madden, so like, like they Madden talk the football. Insane. See what right you here. got right here. <laughs> Ace so, is the so, place. Yes, that's the, the one. The story behind well, the Necrons. Well, a sports joke and, and boom. I, okay. just, okay. Yeah. I was okay. trying okay. to chime in, but <laughs> so everybody that, was on at the same time. They <laughs> are metal skeletal undead. Oh, well, basically the backstory nice. to the Necrons, be quick, because Jeff's going to kill me here in a second. No, Jeff's mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's good. He's Jeff's, in his own little Facebook. Um there was a plague. There was a plague eons ago that wiped out pretty much every sentient being in the Warhammer universe. Space Ebola. The it's Necrons. They were called something else before. The Satan. I think that's what their name was. Satan. Just, uh, moved just their consciousness Satan. into their constructed bodies. Then went to. They went to sleep. They hibernated for millions of eons. Type thing. Now they're all waking up. Now the Imperium, which is us, have all colonized Bad all of their empire. Does. Yeah. So now they're waking up. We're fighting them. The Adeptus Mechanicus is a machine. Cybernetics want to become that. Necrons want to become back to flesh and bone. So it's kind of like... Wow. That's, yeah. a neat, that's a neat dynamic. Yeah. Every time you do this, uh, I have two, two collections, two book collections that Scott gave me, Eisenhorn. Yes. And, it, and it's always like, I got to pick that up again. Because I started it. I just kind of faded out because I was reading something else. That's the Imperial but, Guard and the Inquisition. You'll like that. Yeah. So... So regular dude in the 41st millennium, mm-hmm. give him a gun, go out and fight. Michael Shannon, that's Scott's vote for Eisenhorn in a 40K movie. I yeah. thought Eisenhorn was an Inquisitor. Yes, but with the Imperial Guard as well as the oh, okay. Inquisition. Yeah. He roots out heresy. Yes. Yeah. Was He was a commissar. He started off as a commissar. Uh, was, he, was he in town? <laughs> <laughs> Both with the same That's funny because <laughs> my brain was furiously searching for lyrics and I vapor locked. So I <laughs> did you see? Speaking of vapor lock, there was a uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel? Somebody did a thing with this man on the street thing where they went around and asked people, you know, to name any a book, any book, and they just 
ran a whole run of the people who vapor locked and couldn't think of anything. Ouch. Including one woman who goes, they go, what do you do for a living? I used to be a librarian. (laughs) It wasn't they didn't know a book, then it's vapor locked. Yeah. Yeah. If if someone shoves lights and cameras at you and unexpectedly, or you get nervous in front of it, you can vapor lock on anything. Quick, name a book. Uh, Dune. See? We're reading it for the show. <laughs> We're reading it for the book club. Good what segue. a segue. Good segue. Look at that. Wow. It's almost like you've done you this. Andy, yeah. that's how you do it, Matt. <laughs> that's, that's a proper move. He released the futon. <laughs> picked it up. Torgo gas for air. Murphy bedded the futon. Murphy <laughs> <laughs> bedded the futon. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I'll go back to that one, the kilt thing. Go on. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> well, that makes one of us, folks. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, uh, we are still reading Dune for the book club on the Facebook book club page. I just finished it today, so I'll be putting in my two cents here pretty soon. We uh, are also doing nominations for next month's book. Already some really Eisenhorn. good nominations. So, there you go. Have Eisenhorn. <laughs> so, uh, feel free. We still have people joining the club. The club is bigger than it has ever yeah. been. It's wonderful. So, thank you, that's everyone funny. that's still joining up that's and great. everyone that's I, been participating. And again, it's a loose book club. Join in or out as you feel you have the time. I think for some weird reason, I'm an administrator in that because occasionally I get a thing that says, somebody wants to join the book club. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, join. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that explains that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was packing up my kilt. I had my kilt out. And oh I my god. My, and I thought to myself, <laughs> "Oh my god, that's uh, uh, that started a paragraph." <laughs> this is Andy's geeky thing, folks. <laughs> no, no. But I, I was I my kilt. Is it a kilt? It's it's a it's a uh, black watch tartan. Okay. Um, and I thought to myself, "I love the black watch tartans. They're my favorite yeah. group that's, of space marines." Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. And it's funny cuz when they're in zero gravity, you can tell oh, they don't yeah. wear anything underneath. <laughs> And that's a space marine too, so it's yeah. Oh okay. no, yeah. He's, he's got two of them. He's got two. Hefty, hefty. Have two of them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Suddenly, Andy's interested. Yeah. <laughs> Strap that sporing down. Um, Good that's God. The, that's sporing. That's thing the furry. Uh, bag oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, I need to get my kilt dry cleaned, and I thought there's a phrase that only I would say on the show. So there must that's that's like. There must be a phrase that none of us has ever said on the show, but it would immediately identify who we were in the show. I okay, think that's a challenge. Okay, right here. There you go. There, there it is. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, you got to put me in the spot like this. So, yeah. so, no, no, not. So, say a sentence that if people couldn't recognize your voice, but they just read that sentence, they knew it was you. I, I'll start. I'll, I'll, this is fucking bullshit. That's, there you go. Yours there is go. an easy one. Well, I haven't seen that. That could be yet. Barry, too, though. What's that? Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen that yet. There it is. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. <laughs> That that or uh, yeah, well, I finished my third book today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or, everybody, or, everybody or the else other said. the other Torgo line would be discussion of a beloved movie from twenty to thirty years ago, and followed by I never saw that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you would go. be amazed the number of times that has occurred. Yeah, he says it a lot. I'll, I'll do I'll do an eighties Jeff then. I have um, one. Yeah. Oh, okay, go go ahead. Actually, ellipsis. <laughs> <laughs> you? No, you. you. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I can do. Here's an Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just put your arm in your armpit and flopped it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another Jeff one. Uh, this is why Blu ray is now an inferior digital format to dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. 
any technical bullshit. Dot dot dot. <laughs> any technical. That's a parenthetical. That's a T-shirt. You could just put. <laughs> you could just put quote techno babble unquote, and that would be. Yeah. Yep. Could be, we stripped it down right there. Could be the eighties, Jeff. There you go. Hawk the Slayer. Yep. That's yeah, yeah. Definitely. This week in Actually, D&D. Be, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Conan, not Conan. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad it had an effect on yeah. somebody. See, before we could have done just Warhammer stuff for Matt, mm-hmm. but now that's that's muddied a bit. I can't. I can't believe how much healthcare costs. <laughs> he's, it's funny. He's just I had that today. Actually, I went. For uh, of course, a, you did. I went for a TB test, right, for my CSN stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go into this later, mm-hmm. and maybe another episode. But um, I'm I'm there. Had to pay for everything, mm-hmm. and I also had to wait. So I'm like. I have the worst of both healthcare systems, <laughs> waiting and pain. Mm. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, no shit. Welcome and to America. And my wife Captain responded Canada. with, welcome to America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, those I, of you I, don't I, know, I, in Canada, you wait and then you die, basically, in the, the waiting room. Here in the States, you're supposed to get right in, but you pay. Oh, I got mats. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't say that. Oh, uh, here's <laughs> this one isn't common on the podcast, but we've all heard it plenty of times. Uh oh. Ow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a Paulette Matt combo. But yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, Major Matt and Rum Cake. Oh yeah! During this uh, this mm-hmm. session, mm-hmm. so that's I, I understand why you guys all laugh. Oh yeah, they were doing it. <laughs> he and was. Me and Paul were like Lewis was oh, rubbing talking? Stephanie the wrong way. D and D. Okay, a uh, Sunday D and D, and session. he was rubbing her the wrong way, and oh, she was in giving, front of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That, just that like that, that. rub Dude, in. this wow. is some hardcore oh, yeah. role play. Mm. Apparently, the wrong people went to EDC. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but at one point, Matt was like, "All right, I see why you guys enjoy this." <laughs> and and Paul and Matt were doing it too. So Ken, I was sitting back and like, "Oh yeah, yeah. eating the popcorn, watching everything." That's right. Because yeah. we, we, we don't do that at all. We didn't get much D playing going on, but man, do we have a good show? Yeah, that's true. Mm. <laughs> that's true. It was a slow start. That one big battle though, that was good. But anyways, just keep throwing in figs. That's all. Keep them busy. How many hit points you got? Five. Okay, another wave. <laughs> you know? They were slicing through shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, I got to start. I brought in my demon dogs. Oh. They're ready to just do damage. I lost initiative, and fuck, that was it. They all went before me and right. just... I rolled a four on my initiative. He sucked, and yeah. I still went last. There was one no. point where where Matt and I, our two Matt and my two character, our two characters were surrounded by things, and Matt went and killed four of these giant creatures. Like this, cleared. There's nothing around me when it was done, so I had to run halfway across the board and panic throw a dagger at a prone figure <laughs> and he got him skeleton. and killed it. A skeleton. <laughs> you killed a skeleton with, with a, a dagger. Thrown yes, dagger. He did. Yeah. Yes. He's like, I just, I, oh, I'll throw it. And he just runs, 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 and throws it. And he hit, and yeah. it was down to like three hit points. We were pretty badass. <laughs> oh, wow. My. So really? Andy's all proud of himself. Wow. I was just proud of the fact that we were we were all full of piss and vinegar, and we had to be backed it up. Actually, the funny part was through half the game, Matt was just posing into hiding. And uh, then he came up and started <laughs> hitting things. I'm like, oh, he can back that shit up okay yeah. all right that's right that was that's funny right. my character let's just say he's more of a show than effective fighter all right 
Yeah. Whereas that's, my character that's is all show. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did have time to try a new game, and I'm so disappointed in it. I ended up sending it oh, back. No. Oh, video game. Yeah, video game. It, it was. It's called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. Is it based on the DC comic? Open world. No, it's no. open world role playing game. But what makes this one so different and so interesting is it's based in historical medieval time. It takes place in Bohemia after Charles IV uh, dies and leaves the kingdom to his son Wenceslas IV. Is it the real thing? Yeah. Is it just fantasy? It's not fantasy. It's based. Are you caught in the landslide? Motherfucker. <laughs> I see where you went there. Seriously? It took a little bit. You, you, that actually took you a while? I was deep, I was deep in him talking about my game. <laughs> He's losing it over here. Look at that and shade of red. And he just killed him, Holy. folks. He's so happy. Oh, God. He's probably going to grab his chest and go, oh, it hurts. <laughs> For, the, for yeah, those who, there was a snore. Uh, who can't hear, oh, Andy can was doubled over laughing, like physically was laughing so hard he was. He almost bent crushed in half. your rogue cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Gloat, take it all. You nerd, you've earned it. Oh, I lost control of my uh, ability to sit up. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a neat idea for a game. It's it's based on some realistic principles, real history, not no fantasy. There's no monsters, no creatures. It's it's all human a- interaction from like 1400s. There's no escape from reality. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barry put up that that link. Uh, somebody support this Kickstarter, and it's like an augmented reality tabletop game thing. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because Andy and I were talking about Pokemon and all the other little app mobile games, and we were like, "Did and I don't? I, I thought about it, and I wondered if we ever discussed this before. Somebody should buy, you know, should just give a bucket of cash to John Carpenter for the They Live IP. Oh wow! And create an aug- augmented reality mobile <sighs> app." For they live, where you just you you run your phone over your friend friends and it, they'll, they'll look and you punch strangers. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. So you can see who is and isn't an alien. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then and then build the story somehow. There's there's some some mechanic in there something. But problem with that is your your you have your camera on people's faces. Like they, they might not take too kindly yeah. to that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Maybe it'd be better to do this with the billboards. Have the billboards change like privacy stuff. Faces is what I mean. on the, like, uh, how would you? I guess if the mm, but that would happen if people weren't moving. I say if you had a still image, so if you pan across a billboard, it might turn into an alien. But if you pan across real people, it wouldn't. Like like Akvi not not whatever that fucking line. <laughs> or Glenn Lerner. Oh yeah, they, there he is. Uh, Glenn Lerner. <laughs> Glenn Lerner is definitely an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Local lawyer, yeah, yeah. You get dragged into an only awkward. one of the Lees is an alien, though. Mm. Ah. Get dragged into an awkward fight in an alley that makes zero sense mm. to the storyline. Yeah, but it was a great fight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that might be the first major hallway fight right there. Now I think of it. Yeah. No, I was enjoying the, I'm enjoying this game. Okay, mm-hmm. for the first hour and a half, the introduction before everything starts falling to shit and the king invades your village and you mm. try to escape. You went anywhere the wind blows. Motherfucker. (laughs) And then, bug. 
after bug crash and it got to the point that every time i would reload the game it would go right to the crash error screen right back to the ps4 main screen so the game doesn't wow. really matter so the game broke is broken just playing broken and i could not play it anymore and that got uh, through and like... i could start over again but that was my only real option because the only it had a stupid archaic save system that the only way you could save the game was to drink this certain alcohol, basically the save game alcohol. And that's what saved your game. So it wanted to limit you how often you could save your game. But in doing so, it would save apparently at specific moments, because I'm looking into the game a little further, that at specific story moments it would save the game. But only then, if you wanted to save the game and leave it, you would have to drink this potion. But it also means that if you don't drink the potion and you play for two hours... You go back to your last save, and that's pretty much what this was. Kind of like Dark Souls finding the fires or the campfires. Yeah, a but bit worse because like those are I at least hated that. yeah. But you could do that every ten minutes. Yeah, here okay. the it's not even like Resident Evil where you could come across a typewriter and save your point there. An archaic save system, yes, but at least you know that you're only about. 10, 15 minutes of gameplay away from it. Right. This one, there were people that were like, I played this game for 40 hours, but I really have only played about 19 hours of the game. Ugh. Jeez, that's yeah. what, terrible. And it's because the, of the stupid save system. What's the logic behind that? Is it ever? Exp- is it just like a challenge I th- thing? I think that it's an artificial way of making the game harder and making the choices that you make along the way and your skill at playing the game mean that much more in the Dark Souls kind of way that you are punished if you fail at this or that. Now, how do you feel about that, playing those games when, like, the game is working? Is it still... Because I hate it. I really hate it. I would really prefer... I, but I'm not as deep a diver as right. you or Matt is. So I, I would rather have a save system where I could stop and come back to it any time. I could... If the game is good enough and interestingly enough, interesting enough, I can deal with it. I'd rather not... But if that's the way they designed the game, that's the way they designed the game. Yeah. But when it just it's just plain broken and buggy, and and you would see pop in and out of you know people out their skin coming out of their clothes. I mean, it was really <laughs> buggy. Ew. Wow, that's oh like like not meant to happen that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like thinking, wow, this is right up like Poor goes alley. Like, <laughs> like you'd see a a dude in chainmail, then all of a sudden there'd be a shoulder that comes out of one, Ooh, one side. I think we're on our way to the the they live game then. We're, you know. <laughs> What? So I, 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 I'm going to try to give this game another chance, but not now. I'm giving this game a few months for them to figure out the bugs, hopefully see the light, and institute a better save system in some kind of update, and give it another shot. I wonder but not if, for a while. I wonder if them thinking that save mechanic was good to kind of slow and limit progress a little bit, like slow it down a bit. Perhaps. And, yeah. it, and I mean, it's a good... It's a, I don't it's, like that. It's one no. of my favorite kind of character video game experience leveling how, where only the skills that you use level you up. How's so the character you build, creation? So you, it's very basic. Okay. Uh, it's In fact, it's almost back to Ultima style where it asks you... Like three faces. Where it, it it's giving you... You're talking to your parents and what response you give increases a specific stat. So if if you say that you were with your girlfriend all night, it gave you a higher vitality stat. <laughs> this is true. 
if you said you were like that. speaking like that. to so-and-so all night, it gave you a higher speech ability and charisma. It, so that's how it developed your character that way. Kind of organic. That's how you wanted to answer those questions. So there, was, there were neat things in there. The fighting system was weird and not easy to get a hold of, and that made it even harder to deal with because you're going to do a lot of fighting in this game, and if you don't have that fighting system down, then you're going to die a lot. Did you ever play uh, Wildstar? No. Okay. Uh, that had a complicated um, fighting system, which was the downfall of that MMO. Okay. Like you had to think, kind of like a Dark Souls, not as advanced as Dark Souls. Like you had to um, aim attacks, which I liked it sure. just because the skill requirement for that, and you could tell who was an idiot, who wasn't. But that. Like, it's, it, it seemed like it was cool. And, and I was dying a lot because also it would say, it would th- you're running from these guys, it would throw you on a horse, and then all of a sudden it would give you the horse controls on the screen. And then you had to outrun guys that are shooting arrows at you while on this horse. I'm like, I don't have horse controls down yet, and you're you. Ha- I'm in a major evasion section of this game, so you don't want to die, but you do a lot, and that's just it. The game is obviously said that you are going to die a lot, but in a horrible save system where you can lose hours of time potentially. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. Have Something they uh, no, done? It? I don't like it. Have they done a game where dying a lot is like part of the story? <clears throat> like you're dead, and so then you come back, and that's part of the story. That's kind of what uh, the Demon Souls is. It is kind of like because that was kind just of part of it. That just occurred to me. It's like a Dark a, Souls. A, a game. The, I played the old version. A, a game called <laughs> Einheriar, where you're like the the Valhalla warriors in Valhalla, and okay. you fight every day and. At the end of the day, the battle's done, and then the dead rise and go and yeah. feast and get ready for... And it's basically practice. You're practicing for Ragnarok. Interesting. Oh. So it's like the you, your character, every time it dies, you go through the reborn mechanic. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. So there was some game that was... You started out... They started off the game having been dead for, for a couple hundred years, and everything had changed. It was like a vampire. It was like a vampire clan game. Um, uh, Doesn't ring a bell here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. We just keep yammering. <laughs> keep okay. yammering. Yeah, talk. But, but I'm hoping they do fix it because playing in a realistic setting with you dealing with the blacksmithing and, and how people interact with you is how the city sees you and there's a reputation. You have to do the layering of the clothes to be a noble then you have to layer them right and there, there was a they paid a lot of attention to history in making this game it seems to be their only focus though mm. so that's that's a shame because that yeah. sounds like something i would play yeah. so so hopefully they get it right i'll give them some time rent it again and see if it works but that be other than finishing dune oh and i started uh stormfront uh by jim busher the uh the beginning of the Dresden Files. Oh, books. is this your first? This uh, is my first time ever reading oh it. Oh my, because yeah, I got Stormfront to start too, and mm. a lot of people were like, "Yeah, don't do that." But yeah, that's I've 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 got some suggestions from a few of the shock monkeys, highly suggesting the series. Yeah, and the and fans they, and, love it. And they said that Stormfront is not the best of the books. But is it the first book? It is the first book. Huh, okay. But but you know what? If I can make it through a f- the first season of Buffy to get to the second good one, I can do that. With yeah, but you like going in chronological order. Exactly. That's, that's, I, so. I kind of do, too. I, yeah. But, but, but I do Same. like knowing that, hey, this series gets quite a bit better after this book. Because, yeah, so far this book is kind of middling. 
Well, not bad. My favorite TV show, that first great. season. Oh, God. But a bit meddling? Boy, does it get better on Babylon oh. 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that first season was kind of rough. Yeah. And then they got more money. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, anything else you do this week? They got rid of their lead the game I was too. I, I, I missed both. Of those. Sorry, sorry. What did you say, Jeff? Oh, I was just making a comment about Babylon Five getting rid of their lead actor for the second ah. season. Right, indeed. Yeah. The game I was thinking of was Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver, the very popular. Wait, that was uh, that, yeah, that was uh, the, the sequel Dreamcast. to Legend of Kane. Yeah, Legend of Kane. Soul I like that first Legend of Kane. Yeah. Well, the uh, the second well, one took place well, like a century or two afterwards. Okay. Yeah, man. I spent some time with Legend King. Yeah. Dude, Dreamcast. Now, that was a system. Oh, I, boy, here we it go. It was ahead of its time. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. I still have one, just so I can play Worms. I have one, too. I used to have one. <laughs> I don't know where mine went. Elements were ahead of its time. Storage medium adoption. Well, that was yeah. its downfall. See? There we Techno. go. That's a proper yep, response. There, right you, there you go. Actually. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, I we spouted shit for an hour. Oh, okay. Wow. I'll show. Yeah, up. you're done. <laughs> no, what you got, Kat? <laughs> no, I just watched. I watched Mid, Mitch Hedberg on YouTube. I love Mitch Hedberg, and I figured out something. Is that watching. where you got this head headband piece from? No, <laughs> he's become a pirate. <laughs> no, I just uh, the the one time I wore a cap. When we did the 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 show, the, the the earphones over the cap were a pain in the ass, and it hurt. So I was like, I'll just put on the bandana. If okay. the earphones are a pain in the ass, you're wearing them wrong. So what does the bandana have to do with Mitch Hedberg? <sighs> Sorry, Boy. Andy just pillowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Andy pillowed, and then Todd pillowed, <laughs> and there's so much pillowing. And you got a head shake out of Jeff. Good. You deserved it. Yeah, I did. So, so Hedberg, you've, you've yeah. Been... No, I just realized how many how many of my friends steal from Mitch Hedberg. Oh wow, because it's, it's just so funny. He's very stealable, he, and his delivery is amazing. Love it. And somebody on YouTube did a Mitch Hedberg Stephen Wright one liner battle, and they just oh. switch between the two of them. It's great. Mm. It's really great. <clears throat> He's yeah. And what a sad story too. Yeah. So. Because uh, that that was a he was a funny guy. What was that heroin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stay away from it, kids. Not good. But th- good advice from Canadian. Yes. Absolutely. Straight no, edge all the way. No one knows better because you know he goes to those festivals. <laughs> yeah. So he hangs her. He sees it. So yeah, he he's seen some shit. He's seen some shit. Yeah. He's he's one thousand yard stare, Matt. See shit that'll turn you white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one email. One email I want to read here because it's a good question, and I, I want to throw it to you guys. Hello, guys. Well, Hello. Starts, yeah. It's your local. Sorry, I can't even read. It's been been an hour, and I haven't read a thing. It's your loyal scoop born shock monkey and plague physician friend Froyog soft soft serve checking in. This may have been covered in an earlier episode, but I think it might be worth revisiting. I'm getting ahead of myself. The context. My daughters, aged 13 and 16, were chatting with me about their respective school days. The older of the two mentioned an acquaintance of hers who plays Dungeons & Dragons. 
16 says that she'd like to try D&D. 13 emphatically agreed. I, a deceptively youthful 40, say I wish I had better friends in my youth so I could have played. So, 16 says, let's get D&D. So that brings me to my question you guys have probably covered already. What is the best way to get started with D&D? Is there? A, I'm going to lay out all these questions first, and then we'll go. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I was going to say I'm going to get a soda while Kay answers all this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was going to turn it over to him as well. <laughs> He's run more campaigns than anybody else in this room. Is there a pre-made campaign that serves as good an introduction? How many episodes of Critical Roles would we watch? How many dice should I buy? If these girls are serious, I'd love to accommodate so I can keep my chances of a top-of-the-line nursing home in my future. Thanks in advance for your sage wisdom, fellows. Your pal, Justin Frogyog. I just got to answer. I got one answer to that. Yeah. Go to heroforge.com. Design yourself a mini. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I accidentally (laughs) showed them that site. I went down the rabbit hole. And make sure that you choose the brass so it's 100 bucks. Oh, my God. That's just so funny. (laughs) And get a fine And I'm done. It's a custom custom mini site. You design your mini, and they'll they'll, they'll print it for you. And send it to you. Wow. And they have various grades of plastic for highly detailed or a little tougher. And then at one point, Lewis is looking at the site and he's like, Matt, you got to be a man and get bronze because you can actually get your fig in bronze. And that's a oh. hundred bucks. Wow. It looks so, so nice. It does oh. look nice, though. They, yeah, their they're publicity picks are. What's, what's nice this site called again? Heroforge.com. 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 Uh-huh. Hmm. And it is. It's a 3D. It's a wide movie. range of things yeah, you can make. Yeah, give them the weapons you need, design what your guy looks like, what you want hair wise, clothes, any, yeah. everything. You know, Shawshank so, pose. All started oh, because yeah. Matt couldn't find a proper figure with a glaive. Yes. Yep. So. so we found a. I have mine saved. It's not bronze. Paula, it's not bronze. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, but it's it funny is, you think but Paula it is will premium plastic, so it's $29. <laughs> As I said, picture him going, Paula, it's not bronze. It's oh, bronze. so it's half yeah. the price of a Warhammer figure. That's right. Uh. <laughs> you, oh, can make your own, you can make your own custom Warhammer figures. It just turns to us, it's totally bronze. I, I was just like, Paula, you know, his birthday's coming up. He can get him a bronze fig. And boy, did I get the stink eye. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo. I'm lucky I still have a face. So, what are the questions? Um, okay, so <laughs> D&D, actually, Justin, they have a starter see, set. you said actually. Pfft, whoa. Jeff called your shit out. Well, wow. that was a mic drop. He so got that was you. sort of a actually cursed. D&D said, actually. dot dot dot. <laughs> um, they have a starter set. And um, you actually, it's just a box set with um, uh, basic rules and some uh, character sheets and even a basic adventure all to kick you off. Um, D&D's basic rules are actually free on the internet. There is a there is an, uh, D&D SRD that is out there, there where you can download the, um, the basic rules to get you started. <clears throat> and then, of course, you move up to your player's handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, Monster Manual, those are really the three books you should have to actually run your own campaigns. And um, uh, the uh, it's I prefer doing your own campaigns, doing your own adventures. But of course, that can be a bit much to begin. The adventures are out there now. There's critical role to watch to be excited about 
watching D&D, playing it, running it. Go to Matt Colville's YouTube channel, Running the Game. He's the gentleman who just did the successful Kickstarter for a streaming service and strongholds and followers, a 5e supplement he's doing. He gives great advice for running, and he gets you fucking excited, and they're short videos. It's not like he does two-hour videos at a time. He'll do 15, 20 minutes talking about, you know, uh, wilderness adventures, dungeon crawling, creating the characters, your first game, how to build a, a, a campaign world. So that series i think is going to is great not only to give you ideas but to just get you friggin even more excited about running and really get you motivated get uh get the girls and you your own set of dice because that's part of the fun of the game is the the fake superstition about yep. the dice being cursed yeah 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 just your own don't touch my dice. dice it ruins the dice yep. if you have a local game shop they will have many different styles to choose from and let them pick out their own colors and whatever yeah. they want yeah let them pick their their set of dice but if not there's plenty of online options including amazon yeah yeah, there's yeah they'll some, take care of everything there's some amazing dice that was one of the the cool things i remember from comic-con it's like walking into the gaming area and just seeing the just walking by yeah. Chessex. Yeah. yeah. The company just that makes dice. Sparkle dice. Speckled like dice. Clear dice. Cloudy dice. Clear with cloudy mixed in. Marble dice. Marble yeah, I mean bone shaped dice or, or bone style plastic. I mean, just incredible, incredible amounts of variety. So Yeah. It's and um, dice made out of semi-precious materials. Yes, <laughs> dice made out of copper, steel. The stainless steel ones were the ones that I was most impressed with because so so shiny and yeah. just I love it. Matt has nothing you I could do to it. nothing you could do to ruin it. Nope. Matt has what, steel. What, steel what are yours made out of, Matt? The metal ones. Oh, he's not in there. Soap. Sorry. I think they're made of soap. Yeah. I have. I <laughs> His have, prison dice, yeah. I have a pair of uh, round six-siders. Those are fun. Uh, I have bronze. Bronze. That's what yeah. I have. Yeah. So You're it, really into bronze. I have one set of bronze. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, there. And, and of course, do fifth edition. Um, they built that system to be entry-oriented. So people who have never played can get into D&D and figure it out and start playing. As opposed to a lot of the others, which are just, they got a lot of bulk to them. And so I definitely recommend going with third edition. Start simple, too. Start with just the basic. The starter set, I think, has a, um, a, a watered-down version of the rules. So it's 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 literally a starter set. It's right, but you don't need to get into bards and, and, and uh, paladins in the first game. You know, pick well, a fighter, a thief, cleric, you know, well, basic stuff. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely look at Colville's. Uh, Colville has adventurelookup.com, which is quite literally a website you go to where you just put in PC level and what you want to throw at him, and it runs through a database and tells you the published adventure that has that. And then you can go cruising the internet to see about purchasing it. So that's a great little thing. And Colville talks about that. So I can't recommend Colville's uh, running the game vids enough. They'll they'll totally get you fired up and they'll give you ideas and get you going. And then, of course, watching Critical Role. They've started the second campaign. And in many ways, that's, uh, I think, better. 
Uh, it's a little more accessible. They're very polished and on top of their game. The first campaign actually was ported over from their home games, so you didn't see them starting out, and they were starting out with this whole streaming thing. So it's it, it, There's some it, growing it, pains it can be a little rough, but the second campaign is a great place to just roll into. So there's all that. And they're, and they're, not, they're the best, but they're not the only streaming game out there. There's no. tons of them. But they're voice actors, so it's more entertaining, and they actually create characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they go all out. It's great. Now, when it comes to pre-made adventures put out by the companies, my knowledge of that only goes back to first and second edition. Mm. I, I could I could tell you all about the Village of Hamlet, Temple of yeah. Elemental Evil, and oh, keep yeah. on the Borderlands, motherfucker. Yep. But uh, so I went ahead and did a little bit of research to see what people were saying out there is one of the best bought adventures you can start with for a new group, and the one that keeps coming up the most is Lost Minds of Fandelver, mm-hmm. that's P-H, Fandelver, yeah, sure. uh, because not only is it built for new characters, it also has a lot of DM hints built into the adventure itself as well right. on how to help you run this game. Fandelver, yeah, I've, I, I've never looked at it, but yeah, I have seen it all over the place. I I think it's, yeah, I think it's specifically uh, made to be a first, first adventure for everybody, DM and uh, players. So, so so if you go through the basic set and are digging it may, and you want to buy a pre-made adventure, that might be the second one, I suggest. Yeah. Yep. So d- definitely. Justin, I hope that helps. Yeah, dude. And 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 send us periodic updates. Yeah. We want the 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 frog yog serve D&D readings. Fro- yes. Every month. I saw a video somewhere cuz it was a clickbait thing that was somebody who's been playing the same D&D campaign for like 35 years. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that guy, um, his game room it, it was insane. Yeah. Just racks and racks of figs and oh, the wow. huge gaming table with terrain. It, it was, that guy's insane. Or as we call it, a third year Warhammer player. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for writing in. And uh, let's, we don't have a lot of time, but we got to get through some news. We gotta get that kind of. Okay. There's some stuff happened, right? We could talk. More. So yeah, let's do news you don't give a shit about. I knew you were uh, going there. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Andy's so pleased with himself from earlier, he couldn't even really muster up. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he spent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he blew it all on that one <laughs> joke and Dude, doubled over laughing, and he, he has no energy cha- left. He had to change his shorts. Yeah. <laughs> no escape from reality, man. <laughs> the Thundercats are returning to Cartoon Network in another animated yeah. series, the network's second reboot of the show in the last six years. While following the characters and spirit of the original show, it looks like the new series, titled Thundercats Roar, will be a lot more cartoonish and in the vein of Teen Titans Go. Quote, I think the world they built lends itself really well to comedy because of how silly and crazy and outlandish those ideas are and some of those settings are, says producer Victor Courtright in a featurette. But at the same time, it wouldn't be Thundercats if it didn't have super cool action elements because that's what people come back to. It's very much something that we want to lean on. So with the new show, we're not walking away from the action in any bit. Every step we take towards comedy, we take two more towards really cool action scenes and explosions and lasers and action effects, unquote. 
Running between 1985 and 1989, the original Thundercats cartoon was thought up by Tobin Ted Wolf and followed the cat-like aliens, or Thundercats, from the planets of Thundera. After the destruction of their homeworld, the Thundercats resettle themselves on Third Earth, which is the resting place of the ancient sorcerer Mamra. Mamra! After 130 episodes, the story of the Thundercats came to an end as they defeated Mumra and returned to their home planet. Sorry, how many episodes? 130. Wow. I had no idea there was that many. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, well, they that was insane shit. They were weak. They were daily. That's true. There wasn't like a weekly show. I still remember because I came back from overseas and I was in college. And I remember just, I was used to syndication. Mm-hmm. You watch Bugs Bunny every day. You watch, you know, Huckleberry Hound, whatever. So I'm watching Thundercats, and I was like 20 or 30 episodes into it when I read somewhere that this is a new series. And I was just like, holy shit, Stane. I didn't realize they did that. That is crazy. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. The 2011 reboot on Cartoon Network was a little more dramatic in terms of its animation and plotting, but only lasted for a total of 26 episodes. Uh, it's... Uh, and the new one, its animation style is similar, similar to the network's hit shows. Uh, the Amazing World of Gumball is probably the closest approximation to its animation. Yeah, it's... And I, I've seen a lot of... It's not filmation. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, poo-pooing the animation style. Might not be for you. It does look like it's... I, I saw a little bit of the video touting it, and yeah, it's really kind of goofy. It does have that Teen Titans Go feel. Uh, that's yeah. that. I watched the trailer, and that was, for me the turnoff point because yeah. I, I I liked the stories for Teen Titans Go but the animation style was just so off-putting right. I couldn't get into the episodes like I wanted to and Cartoon Network in yeah. the daytime when this is going to be shown it's not like it's going to be during you know Adult Swim time no so this is a time for younger kids this is definitely geared toward that yeah so and then that's fine that's that sure should yeah. enjoy the Thundercats now in its new iteration well, as long as they're carrying over the crossover uh, ICS stuff, Paul's already spoken on this, and his, oh, his opinion is experiment. Have fun with it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very positive about this. Yeah. So, and, and obviously, he's the one of all of us who cares the most about Thundercats. Sure. Because uh, I, I don't know. The dreaded Thundercats. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I know Dick about Thundercats, except <laughs> for what I've heard from Mumra's cl- uh, Celery. You know? Right, right. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably not for me, but I don't expect everything to be for me. That's fine. Yeah. So. So it's for somebody, and that somebody's probably eight years old. Yeah. So Paul. Yeah. So yeah. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Weekend Geek. Yay. That was a little force. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you're done. Oh, yeah. You as opposed done. to your other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> E3 is just a few weeks away. It's one of the reasons why news was hard to find. One of the biggest parts of E3 has always been the console's press conferences, where they show off the latest games, technology to be in progress over the coming year. Sony has released their plans for E3 2018 early. It was confirmed by Sean Layden, a Sony executive, they they will not be announcing any new hardware. That means that rumors of a PlayStation 5 are exactly that, rumors. Uh, They're also not having a traditional conference this time, so you're not going to have that hour and a half thing that they normally put out. For E3 2018, Sony will be hosting exclusive and detailed looks into four major projects. The four projects are Death Stranding by Kojima Productive, The Last of Us Part 2 by Naughty Dog. Zombie thing, right? 
kinda. It's like fungus. Fungus zombies. Yeah. Fungus, fungus zombies. zombies. Okay. Uh, Cordyceps. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima by Sucker Punch, which I know nothing about. <laughs> and Spider-Man by Insomniac Games, which looks freaking amazing. Yes. Uh, while those four games will be the focus of this year's show, there is promise of including third-party and independent developer projects announced as well. But Although, didn't get the Spider-Man one get pushed back, too? My I, my understanding is still coming out in September, but it could have been pushed. Oh, okay. I mean, if, if, if a game has to get pushed, a game has to get pushed. Yeah, I am I, fine with that. Yeah, if it's something that I care about, I don't mind it getting pushed back as long as it's for the right reasons, like spending a little more time with development, yes. story elements etc so that i don't have a problem with if it's just pushed back because they're trying to go you know let's say a week that there's no major release to you know have no competition that's when it starts getting weird but yeah. but yeah more development time go for it give me a give me a, a complete finished product yeah. not well, one that's broken my experience out with of Kingdom the box Come right there says i would, would have rather this game gestated for a few months longer i think we've all had that problem you pop in a game you're ready to play there's some major day of release patch that's got to download and install and then you get into it and you start playing and it's fucking broken sure mm. and and i will give open world games a little more leeway than your very well, yeah. linear games because there's so much weirdness that can happen in an open oh, world yeah. game. So the, the, the fallouts so of the many, world, the the Grand Theft Autos, I'll so accept some bugginess as long as it doesn't layers. crash and not kill the game yeah. over and over again. Exactly. Not long after Kevin Feige confirmed that Marvel Studios was developing a film adaptation of The Eternals, The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that the studio is moving forward with the project. And they've hired writers Matthew and Ryan Furpo to work on the script. They wrote a spec script for a film called Ruin that shot to the top of the 2017 blacklist of best unproduced screenplays. The Eternals was created by Jack Kirby. And in the comics, quote, The saga of the Eternals began millions of years ago when the cosmic beings known as the Celestials genetically experimented on humans creating the superpowered and near-immortal beings and more monstrous offshoot known as the Deviants. The two races moved behind the scenes throughout human history while also engaging in Game of Thrones-style cosmic power plays, unquote. It was previously rumored that the story would focus on a female Eternal known as Cersei, who can manipulate cosmic energy to grant herself virtual immortality and vulnerability and reshape the molecules of other people or objects. A couple of other characters that the report suggests could include are Icarus, who is fueled by cosmic energy, whatever that means, and Thena, who is, quote, often mistaken for the Greek goddess Athena. Uh, there's been rumors that Marvel Studios was going to launch a big new franchise within their universe, and that next phase of films would focus heavily on the cosmic aspect of Marvel Universe, so this could be that. Hmm. Don't know much about the Eternals. Yeah. Don't know much biology. Chemistry, science books, French I took. But I do know <laughs> that I love you. <laughs> oh, I'm and blushing I know now. that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this could be. Oh, well. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't claim to be a student. Every time, every time 
I, I hear one of these announcements. I just get heartbroken that Kirby didn't live to see all this. Oh, I know. Oh, Kirby could have seen the Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, it's just, it, he his ideas are just sweeping Hollywood. It's yeah. just crazy. Um, Eternals is weird. It is weird. It's funny because Icarus is really the 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 central figure. So do I have the s- timeline right? Did he go off to DC and do New Gods and then come back and do Eternals? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And New Gods was actually kind of a post Thor thing. It was an idea he was cooking up at Marvel that he thought of doing. And then when he left Marvel, he just did it at DC. And then when DC fell apart, he came back and did Eternals. So Eternals is sort of the third generation of Kirby's cosmic world building. Yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. And, uh, you know, all that that cool 60s, 70s chariots of the gods thing where... Mm -hmm. You know, aliens are 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 the old gods yeah. and and what have you and stuff like that, and it's uh, it's really just crazy inventive. But it sounds hacky, <clears throat> but it wasn't played out then. It was it was a new thing to play with back then. Yeah, and um, and they're all based on myth, right? So the the leader of the Eternals is Zeus, who's a Zeus type figure. Icarus, um, Circe is Circe. The shape-changing sorceress from uh, the Odyssey, right? And that's her thing. It's uh, I remember there's one bit in one comment where they're all going underwater, and some guy was complaining. Oh, I would like a rebreather. I just can't. Oh, I hate. She's like, would you like me to give you gills? And she reaches out to like just touch him, and she'll give him gills, and he's like, ah, no, nah. So you know, she actually is an interesting character. So I like, of course, I I love warrior women. So, you know. Have you ever been Zena. with a warrior woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, really, have you been? With yeah. <laughs> so, Athena's uh, cool. at you. <laughs> what? What'd you say? I said she hurls heavy objects. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we dig. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. I think it's, uh, it'll be cool. I mean, and man, if they just capitalize on that aesthetic. Yeah. Boy, we thought the, the we thought that, the Ragnarok was colorful. Holy shit stain. Mm. This will be... Ooh, gives me chills. And we've seen, I mean, the Celestial's the nowhere in... Uh, that's, that's ahead of a the Celestial. Ahead of a Celestial, yeah. Yeah, so that's more Steranko or Starlin, I think, but yeah. Yeah, but wasn't Quill's father yeah. also a Celestial? Yeah. Uh, Who what? Wasn't Peter, Peter Quill's Earl. father a Celestial he was, too? He called himself a Celestial, but uh, Ego actually was more like an elder of the universe. Mm. And uh, even there, I don't think, because Grandmaster... Now, are he, you talking comic versus MCU, or are you just Yeah, I'm talking MCU? comic. Okay. I'm talking, in the MCU, he would call himself a celestial, but th- I'm, in the comic, that'll be totally In the different. comic, his father is somebody else. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also in the comic, the character Ego is not a celestial, because the celestials are not just a generic t- word for beings of cosmic power. They're a specific race. The closest they came to depicting that was in the Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, when they yeah. show you that... Nowhere. Well, no, not no, just nowhere, but Kirby's the Celestial. The, the, yeah. the guy with the power stone destroying a planet. Oh, okay. And, and, and it's just like a, a little historical exposition thing. That, yeah. That... I forget which the celestial that, that is. Good. Yeah, and that armor, that yeah. whole that whole insanity is just great. 
According to Deadline, Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to take on the role of Mysterio in the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. (laughs) For those of you not really familiar with Mysterio, he was introduced in the comics in 1964. There's a little background. I can't remember him ever having his helmet off in the comics. That's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. Ever. Can you? Oh, he had to have at some point, though. I don't know. He kept it really mysterious. Quentin Beck was an expert in designing special effects devices and stage illusions, as well as a master hypnotist and magician and an amateur chemist. He also possessed a wealth of knowledge and hand-to-hand combat techniques that he learned as a stuntman. Unfortunately, all these things did little to help his career in the film industry. One day, a colleague joked that the easiest way to become famous is to take out a costumed hero. It was here that Mysterio was born. He ended up choosing Spider-Man as the hero he wanted to take out because he felt that he was inexperienced and weak. He thought Spider-Man would be easy for him to beat. John Watts is writing and directing the sequel, which is set to be released July 5th, 2019. And this isn't the first time that Gyllenhaal has been in talks to join a Spider-Man film. He was up for the role of Spider-Man in the Sam Raimi films. Yeah, it... it um, That's... Co- I, Mysterio is such a classic Ditko aesthetic, too, in the comics. I'll really be interested to see w- w- what direction they choose to go in. Sure. Because it, it's... Because it's, as far as villain design, mm-hmm. Mysterio is one of my favorites. I love it. I so, love it. I, I mean, Mysterio's my desktop on my computer. For oh, wow, say. nice. I, I mean, I love the design of that character. Yeah, it is a great design. A lot of pictures online with his helmet off, so I guess it does, his helmet does come off occasionally. Yeah. I um, One of my favorite hero clicks is the Mysterio sculpt, which is ah. really, really nice. So, so I, I, I do have a feeling that they probably won't do comic book Mysterio for homecoming Wah. at least to that expe- extent Wah. so I'm, I'm prepping myself for my favorite design to not actually make it to the screen well but i have got to fe- keep the helmet I, I have a feeling that they'll make an homage to it and something like what some, one of his chemicals or something that, that he has spider-man and he sees mysterio in that full smoke hey. purple smoke behind him in the Kind of, yeah. kind of like the Luke Cage homage where they show yes. he shows up in the Hero Fire outfit for about a minute. Yeah, I, I think they'll nod to it and then go on with their actual design. I mean, what they did with the Vulture, I was fine with. Yes, I thought that was a great and update. I and I love the design of Vulture in the comics, but I was cool with that. You didn't yeah. want an old man in a suit, <laughs> or uh, I mean, he essentially like was an older man in a suit, which yeah. was kind of cool. But yeah, yeah, I mean, but it made sense for what the the changes it did made sense. So maybe they'll do the same thing for this. The comic, Why the Last Man. Why? The Why the letter, colon, the last man. Third base. Thank you. It. It's getting a live action adaptation after years of fault starts. A pilot based on the Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrero's masterpiece has been given the green light at FX. Michael Green, who did American Gods, Blade Runner 2049, and an Ida Mashaka Kral who's behind Jessica Jones, will serve as co-showrunners. This announcement comes a year after Green was picked for the position, almost three years since the TV adaptation landed at FX. Uh, Melina Masukas, who did Insecure, Beyonce Formation, will direct the pilot. Uh, Launched in 2002, Why the Last Man was published by DC Comics slash Vertigo. 
The story recounted the tale of Yorick Brown and his faithful monkey Ampersand, a would-be escape artist who somehow winds up being the last surviving human with a Y chromosome. Early on in the first issue, Yorick becomes the last man in a world now consisting solely of women. Created by Vaughn and artist Pierre Guerrera, the title ran for 60 issues. FX teases the description of the potential series as, All the men are dead, but one. Y traverses a world of women, exploring gender, race, class, and survival, unquote. I haven't read it. My buddy Doug Citizen has read it and cannot stop raving about it's it. It's an amazing yeah. series. I've not read the whole thing, but I've read probably half of it. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't read Why the Last Man, especially those of you who like to shy away from superhero comics and more of the esoteric, yeah, this is a great read. Bill Gold, designer of some of the most iconic movie posters of the 20th century, died Sunday. He was 97, so he, he lived a good life. In a career that spanned decades, Gold was involved in the design of more than 2,000 movie posters. Wow. Including A Clockwork Orange, Alien, The Exorcist, and Casablanca. Wow. Gold was born January 3rd, 1921 in New York City. He studied illustration and design at Pratt Institute in New York, beginning his professional design career in 1941 at Warner Brothers Advertising Department. Gold's first poster was for Yankee Doodle Dandy in 1942 and soon followed by Casablanca that same year. Hmm. In 1947, Gold became the head poster design at Warner Brothers. Gold retired after working on Eastwood's 2003 film Mystic River, but briefly came out of retirement to design the poster for the filmmaker's 2011 film J. Edgar. So hmm. that, that Exorcist poster... Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, as a cow. it's super creep. It is incredible. Two colors, black and white. Yeah. And that's all you need. Looking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still creepy. Yeah, it's just great. Just just I would look it up, but my phone's all the way over there. <laughs> shit. Uh, that's the poster. It's, uh, it's that very simple that's red Yankee script. Doodle Dandy. Yeah, you showed us Yanky Doodle Dandy. We're talking about The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> just I about. know you moved on to The Exorcist, but I already had that one up in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man, technology is not as fast as you no, think anymore. No. You know, garbage in, Look, garbage I, out. I know you wanted a hamburger, but you're getting a slice of pizza. <laughs> well, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's the the right mm. the right example. Mm. Is that the poster you guys are thinking of? Yes. Yeah. Just this thinking it's about the, it. the classic the, uh, black and white with the the purple lettering. Oh god! Just thinking about it's all shadowy tubular bells music in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already there in yeah. my brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm and writing do it down because it's probably what they heard listening to the show. Yeah. Oh yeah! yeah, and I do love the Casablanca poster. That's that's, that's that classic Hollywood with just the you know a couple images and then yeah. the script on it and just mm-hmm. so Alien or Aliens, Alien. But alien. he might have had a hand in Aliens as well. Yeah, because I mean that Alien poster is pretty yeah. simple and the egg carton and a woo. clockwork orange. Yeah, that is a. A poster that tells you this what this movie is like. Yeah. Which is hard to do because that's yes. a lot to pack into. Yeah. That's a simple poster. Yep. After six successful films adapted from the Resident Evil video game series. Successful? They were successful. <laughs> they they made money is what they're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. They were successful <laughs> in that regard. They were successfully panned by even the people that went and saw them and liked them. I <laughs> fell asleep in 
part three. Is that the one in Vegas? I think so. I don't know. I slept through most of it. The actor-director team of Mila Jovich and Paul W.S. Anderson are bringing another Capcom franchise to the big screen. Monster Hunter. Constantin film head Martin Muskowitz, I think, told Variety... Muskowitz. Muskowitz, probably. Muskowitz. Yeah, I think you're right. That the uh, Matt was right. You two guys were wrong. Okay, fair enough. I thought it was Muscowitz. Oh, that is it. That Muscovitz. inner city farm and ranch motherfucker. Bringing yeah. up some rad dairy, yo. We expected yeah, more. You from the- saying that with a do rag on your head? It's <laughs> hilarious. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> we expected more from the Grand Dupa of Poland. <sighs> and here comes Man, the pillow. That just. But he's coming sideways. So yeah, I know. That's because like, it's the hot dog. It's yeah. the hot dog, man. I got to get there with the side uh, and then wrap it. He's coming in from the side this time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of horrifying. <laughs> Just Andy coming up to you. And shh. <laughs> anyway, Martin told yeah. Variety mm-hmm. that the film is going to start shooting in South Africa in September with a $60 million budget, similar to what Resident Evil Afterlife received. Uh... Martin said Constantine aims to finance the film largely on its own, with additional help with deals made with a, quote, big company in Japan. That, uh, that's Monster Hunter's home country, by the way. And another in China. Imagine that. Launched by Capcom in 2004, the Monster Hunter series has so far spawned five main series games and several spinoffs, including mobile and online versions. The franchise has also expanded to include an anime series, a manga, a card game, and the most recent installment of the game series, Monster Hunter World, was its most acclaimed and best-selling yet, moving 9.7, sorry, strike that, reverse it, 7.9 million copies since January. At this point, there is no announced plot synopsis for Monster Hunter movie, and no casting information apart from Djokovic's involvement. Monster Hunter World is a fun game. Yeah, it's I've really enjoyed playing that so far. It's more like not a lot of story. So it's a lot of like shooting and fighting monsters, not like Pokemon monsters. The fa- as far as I can see, the game is about hunting monsters to get their body stuffs mm-hmm. to make better equipment to hunt other monsters. Hmm. That's the game, and that's the. Gabe, this one at least, is wrapped around the story that you are a part of a sh- ship. Uh, of fools? Uh, pretty much. Heading to a new world, and the new world is populated by all these monsters, and you have to kind of... Got to pickle Rick up your monster, your monster yeah, tool, finding tools? Yeah, Ooh. Yeah, you know what? That's a great description on what Monster Hunter is. Okay. Pickle Rick. All right. <laughs> pickle Rick! Thank you. A pickle Rick Someone bitch. needed to. Yeah. Smoke Jaguar. <laughs> All right, time for one more. Yay. One more. Sony Pictures Television has acquired the rights to one Wattpad user's work, Katrina what? E. Tonks, whose darkly comic fantasy series Death Is My BFF has been a huge hit on the Toronto-based storytelling app. Okay, Having Start that over. <laughs> the Watt Pit. Who, what, where, what? Wattpad. I'll get it a little into Wattpad in, okay. in a, in a minute. Right. Oh, Wattpad. Okay. So, Wattpad. This a story has has clocked up to 92 million reads. Wattpad is a community for readers and writers to publish new user-generated stories in different genres. Science fiction, fan fiction, teen fiction, among many other categories. 
Alt com- fiction. It combines crowdsourced content along with professionally produced material, creating a platform to produce and consume genre content. Tonk's story follows the Grim Reaper, described as hilariously sarcastic, evil, and irresistible, who would do whatever it takes to get protagonist Faith William to be his. The only problem, Faith has to sign his contract in her blood, and no way in hell she's doing that without a fight. Per the report, head of Wattpad Studios, Aaron Levitz, said the story combines the best of romance and dark humor and has connected with millions of fans globally, unquote. As well as accumulating millions of stories over the last years, last year Wattpad managed to raise $70 million in funding. Wattpad Studios recently partnered with the likes of CW Seed, Universal Cable Productions, and E1 in various projects and deals. That means studios are now combing fanfic, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. For stuff. So for put it out there, people. For a vehicle, They're looking. For a vehicle for Don Barrowman. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so your shipping stories, your slash fic, throw it all out there. Just glut it up. Someone's going to read it. Someone's going to buy it. We're going to get that Kirk and Spock fucking movie yet. Mm. I'm waiting for the Kirsten and Andy one, but you know, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very expensive Patreon level. <laughs> uh, which, which Geek Shock members would you like to ship? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com <laughs> Wow. Just yeah. not looking forward to that email. <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact-checked Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf match. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week in Geek. You, you're a long way from where you were earlier, oh, mister. It was exhausting. <laughs> he yeah, wore himself you, out when, with that belly laugh. Yeah, well, you yeah. laughed that hard. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really matter. bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Any with the wind blows. Wow. Now I have to figure out if I'm going to use Bohemian Rhapsody or Tubular Bells to start this show. Can you mix them together? I vote for Tubular Bells. Maybe I'll just play on top of each other at the same time. Yeah. Horrible mess of awfulness. Tubular Rhapsody. And you won't know why until unless you've listened this far into the show, which I know many of you have already shut off because you started hearing the music coming up. And so, yeah. Well, that'll teach him. Yeah. It's just begun and I've thrown it all away. Does the horrible mess begin with the song mashup, or does it, it begin began when we when Andy stopped? started talking? I was going to say, but <laughs> does it begin when we start talking? 